This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज ऑन रे अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं भूलते आई एम बैक एज योर होस्ट फॉर दिस वीक अभिनंदन विल बी बैक ओवर द वीकेंड सो ही रिज्यूम हिज पॉडकास्टिंग रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज सून वी वेर ए रियली वेरी न्यूजी वीक लॉर्ड ऑफ थिंग्स हिट द हेडलाइंस एंड सम वेरी डिस्टर्बिंग न्यूज ऑल्सो दैट्स कमिंग फ्रॉम across the country on crimes against women we'll discuss that later we have two uh, very interesting guests very seasoned journalists with us the second guest is going to join us in a bit but we have with us aarti jairat hi aarti thank you for joining us hi great to have you on board aarti has been on nl hafta before she's a senior journalist writer and political commentator she's been writing for the last 30 years and her areas of expertise include politics foreign policy current affairs She writes for the Indian Express and has also written for Quint, Times of India, Economic Times, First Post, and more. And you can also catch her on NDTV often, right? Yes. <laughs> But uh, you were just telling us before the show that you no longer go to Republic. <laughs> you used to. Yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to do actually the rounds of all the channels. Uh, you know, I did uh, um, News Eighteen. I did uh, Times Now. I did Republic. but uh, i have now basically you know go to ndtv because i find that to be the sanest channel at least you get a chance to speak i don't have to shout mm. and uh, you know there is a i think an an, an attempt to be objective mm. um, you know in discussions now with so, adani in will you still go there well i don't know <laughs> let's see that's a future thing <laughs> at the moment i mean i'm just talking about what has been so far <laughs> and i like that you said attempt to be objective because no one can really be truly objective yes <laughs> yeah, well, attempt you know i think hmm. i i greatly even uh, you know I, i mean i i think even through our years um you know when the media was much freer than it is today i i, I don't think the media has ever been truly free you know there are always an organizations holy cows and you know you have to skirt around those holy cows when you're writing so to that extent uh, you know i think um, we're not completely objective and we're not completely free mm, in house we have with us raman sir hi raman hi. sir and mehraj hello mehraj take it away please tell us the headlines of the week and then we can begin our discussion uh crime against women rose by 15.3% in 2021 the latest ncrb data shows The rate of crime against women, which means the number of incidents per one lakh population, rose from fifty-six point five percent in twenty twenty to more than sixty-four percent in twenty twenty-one. That's a huge uh, yeah. surge. Yeah, and the top state when it came to rapes was Rajasthan, I think. Yes, Reco- number of rapes oh, recorded. Oh, yeah. I think it toppled Delhi. Yeah, yeah. Delhi yeah. used to be at the top. As if we needed any evidence of how hor- horrific most of these crimes are. The Jharkhand teenage girl who was set on fire last week by a man whose advances she rejected has died. The man named Shahrukh has been arrested. At least two similar cases have been reported from Uttar Pradesh and Madhya Pradesh as well. Uh, in Uttar Pradesh, an 18-year-old girl was stabbed to death by a youth uh, who was accompanied by two of his friends. In Madhya Pradesh, a girl was critically injured after being stabbed by a man again for allegedly turning down his marriage proposal. Uh, in Karnataka, Shiva Murthy Muruga Sharanaru, the chief pontiff of the Jagadguru Muruga Rajendra Vidyapeet Math, has been accused of sexually assaulting two girls aged 15 and 16 who were staying at the Math. Yeah, it's a powerful lingayat uh, here, basically, and he's still not been arrested, and he's there's a lookout notice now out for him. 
Jamia Millia Islamia University has cancelled the admission of scholar Safura Zargar, who is out on bail in the Delhi communal violence case. Uh, the reason they have given is that the scholar did not apply for an extension as a woman scholar before the expiry of the stipulated maximum period. That's bureaucraties on steroids, hmm. whatever that means. Seema Patra, a BJP official in Jharkhand, has been arrested for torturing her Adivasi household worker. Patra assaulted the woman with rods and a hot pan and forced her to lick urine off the floor. The BJP has suspended Patra. Yeah, and uh, it was her son who actually helped. Blew the whistle. Yeah, on her. So. Gulam Nabi Azad, a big shot in the Congress not until very long ago, has resigned from the party. And he has said that Rahul Gandhi has demolished the party's consultative mechanism. And the Congress, meanwhile, has said the group of 23 or G23 never existed and blamed the media for perpetuating this mythology. G23 is reportedly a dissident group within the Congress that has been pushing for collective leadership for the last two years. And uh, Azad apparently was part of the group. Hemant Soren's UPA government in Jharkhand has moved its MLAs to Raipur in Congress rule Chhattisgarh, apparently to prevent the BJP from poaching them and toppling the government. In a late-night hearing on Tuesday, the Karnataka High Court allowed Ganesh Chaturthi celebrations to be organized at the Eidgah ground in Hubli. The Assam government has demolished a madarsa in Bongaigaon district, claiming that it was structurally vulnerable and unsafe for human habitation. The madarsa housed 224 students, and it's the third madarsa to be demolished in the state this month alone. Gautam Adani uh, has overtaken French billionaire Arnaud to become the third richest person in the world. Wow. Every other month, we have one Adani headline on how he's become (laughs) seventh richest, third richest. He is just behind uh, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos at this point. Wow. India's economy grew by 13.5% in the first quarter of this fiscal. Official data released on Wednesday shows. Uh, Looking at this figure in isolation could be a little misleading though, because the comparison is with last year when the economy was depressed because of COVID. If we compare it with the June 2019 quarter, before the pandemic, then the annual growth rate works out to around 1.26%. It is uh, behind even by RBI reckoning. Uh, most experts had uh, projected a rate of over 15%. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, NCRB data shows that daily wage earners are among the among one of the groups with the highest rate of suicide in 2021. Mm-hmm. Nearly a third of Pakistan is underwater after floods that have hit over 3 crore people. The floods have left over 1,100 people dead. Portuguese health minister Marta Timido resigned on Tuesday. The reason? A pregnant tourist from India died of a cardiac arrest on Saturday after being turned away from a maternity ward. Mikhail Gorbachev, the last leader of the Soviet Union who brought an end to the Cold War, has died aged 91. That's the headlines. So, you know, he's been very close to the family. And uh, in fact, it it has been quite a surprise that he actually took this step of uh, leaving the Congress because, you know, one thought that he was wedded to the Congress mm. and he would never, ever be able to leave the Congress. So to that extent, it's a big jolt. It's also a jolt because uh, of the manner in which he has attacked Rahul Gandhi. Um, you know, at a time when Rahul Gandhi's credibility is already quite low, and, uh, you know, the faith of many Congress persons, Congress leaders and workers in Rahul Gandhi's ability to lead them and take them uh, to rebuild the party and to take the party to victory 
you know, that faith is pretty shaken because of the number of defeats, uh, you know, that the mm. Congress has suffered over the last uh, seven, eight years. Rahul is not being able to effect that transition in a decisive and smooth manner. You know, it's happening in bits and pieces. And, you know, and every time he just ends up looking weaker and more incapable of leading mm. rather than looking like a strong, decisive leader who has a purpose and a direction and a roadmap in mind. Yeah, because That's the problem. I think him, if he fashions himself as Indira Gandhi, he seems a bit delusional because she really was, whatever she was, she was a shrewd, astute, you know, uh, leader in that sense. And so I and, and I don't think he has anything on the back of which he can claim that legacy yet. So it was quite an ironic statement, actually, by Gulab Nabi Azad that he talks about, you know, peons and, uh, you know, sort of uh, security guards. taking Because that has been the culture of the Congress. And he was very much a part of that culture. So, you know, many of the things that he said in his letter, you know, are actually really quite ironic because, you know, he was, uh, for all these years, he was part of that kind of, uh, you know, poetry culture. And uh, he didn't seem to find it, uh, you know, irksome or he didn't seem to find it unpleasant. It's only now when he's out of the poetry and no longer relevant to the, you know, to the power that that is, that is Rahul Gandhi, mm. that he's suddenly noticing that, oh, there's a poetry, that, you know, security bend, mm. and PAs are running the show, that they are the gatekeepers. You can't get to meet Rahul Gandhi unless you, uh, you know, sort of uh, get there okay. So, you know, that's the way the Congress has always has functioned for the last 30, 40 years. No, it is uh, given that Congress is down the dumps. But when loyalists, uh, you know, of uh, uh, they when they dump their old masters, so it looks like a big jolt. Okay. Yeah. But if you look at these loyalists, their own political career, uh, the way they, I think they might have grown in stature for themselves. But they never, they were never the mass leaders. I mean, if you oh, look at her, if you, if you look at, so is it, I I don't see it as a political loss so much. I mean, but but the fact that Rahul is doing so badly uh, that even if, uh, I mean, these people who have no political, uh, you know, they didn't have a great political career and uh, they were not mass leaders. But even if when they dumped their old masters, it looks that the Congress has got a big jolt. You know, that is his biggest problem. He needs to win an election. And, you know, even when he did, I mean, there was a brief period when Rahul Gandhi actually showed some flashes of leadership. If you remember when he nearly defeated the BJP in Gujarat in uh, what year was that? That was um, five years ago. So 2017, in 2017, he nearly defeated the BJP in Gujarat. In 2018 in Karnataka, uh, the, they managed to stop the BJP from winning a majority. And then, of course, at the end of 2018, the Congress won three states, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, and, uh, you know, Chhattisgarh. And then after that, what happened? Hmm. I mean, you know, at that point, actually, people thought Rahul was coming into, you know, into his own and he would be a leader and so on. But, you know, he just went back into a shell and again started doing this on and off appearances, going abroad, coming to India. You know, he did not consolidate and build on that. The grapevine is that uh, 
obviously the BJP has been trying to build up a new so-called alternative through uh, Apni Party, which is In basically yeah, uh, yeah, BJP proxy. And they have like they started with uh, Sajad Lone, then they tried this Alta Bukhari, but that's clearly not working. So I, I, we'll see how this goes. But apparently the grave wine is that he is going to kind of lead the new alternative. And he has, to his credit, he has a little bit of goodwill when he was chief minister there, even though in his last year, I mean, he presided over one of the bloodiest summers in Kashmir mm. with that Amarnath uh, agitation and everything. But most of that blame was eventually, like, in at least in public memory, assigned to the PDP. So mm. he kind of escaped from that. And another advantage to him is he's from Doda, Doda. which is like the Doda Kishtawar belt of Jammu division. Mm -hmm. So you are part of Jammu, so you have that BJP has been trying to build Jammu as an alternative to Kashmir. Mm. And he doesn't come from the, strictly from the Kashmiri Muslim community. So his, his representation is more for the Gujars and Bakarwals who dominate that belt. Mm. So he kind of like ticks all the boxes for the BJP. And because he has this goodwill, but at least he did until the 2019 abrogation that has completely appended the whole political landscape. Mm -hmm. But if there was like one person, the ruling dispensation could have settled on to kind of lead that new alternative to bring the, the electoral politics back to Kashmir, I would suggest he is the perfect person. Yeah. And one big reason is because, especially in the Valley, he's not seen as part of this hopelessly corrupt elite, which is represented okay. by the PDP and Muftis. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, Muftis okay. and... Mm. Uh, Abdullah's. That's partly because he's never been there, right? He was there only briefly. Hmm. And from what I have heard and from what people have said and like who know him and stuff is, he actually enjoyed that more than he enjoyed being in Delhi and stuff and all that. Recently, Madras High Court also said that a child victim's deposition is enough to even convict a person who's charged with under yeah. box. Yes. You're forget conviction. You're not even questioning, questioning. the guy, which means that uh, it is only because of your political compulsion that you're not questioning him. No, and POXO is a serious, like you uh, said, it's a serious charge you can't. In all POXO cases, the first thing is the arrest. Arrest. Uh, apparently, for many years, he's been organizing seers in that region, uh, no matter what their caste is, uh, even Dalit uh, seers. Okay. He's been sort of giving them, uh, this ashram has been giving land, has been sort of mobilizing the different seers, which is also another reason why a lot of seers, including a Dalit seer, now one of the a girl, she's a Dalit herself, hmm. uh, but a Dalit seer has come out in support of this man. So there is a wow. lot of things. There are a lot of things, really. It is basically this whole notion which this seer and the people around him are creating that the allegation is against the community. Hmm. It is to malign the entire community. It is not against the man. Hmm. Uh, but I think that too scared to be antagonistic because there is talk of a CD. There is talk oh, okay. that there is a CD with visuals. Hmm. We don't know what. But uh, Ordinary Seva Samaste, which is the NGO, has been saying that there is a CD with someone. Remember Nityananda, what happened? Someone yeah. had kept a CCTV camera uh, or whatever. Those days, it was not a CCTV camera. Somebody kept a camera in his room. Hmm. So now we don't know what has happened. But it seems there is a CD, which is why they are not fully on the offensive is what some people are saying. Hmm. So this is clearly political. Nothing. So girls, girls uh, were taken to the court and have they given any uh, statement uh, before the magistrate? On August 30th, apparently for five hours, their statement was taken by a magistrate. Wow. Oh, that's section 164 statement. I mean, this is this has got, uh, you know, material evidence value. So yes, I think done 161 with the police and now 164, 164 with the magistrate. 164 is huge. I mean, they should be arrested immediately. So he should be arrested immediately. Huh? 
there's a lookout notice for him apparently but do they need need to look out no, for him no i, I don't know about his lookout notice business he's huh. right sitting in the ashram why yeah. do we need a lookout notice for him there is just there is just every day some sort of violence here and for small news rooms especially it's very difficult but i see even in the times of india or a deccan herald so much of news reporting is on this hmm. every opinion piece also on this yeah i do sometimes tell my reporters why don't you just watch this movie or you know why don't you just interview this instagram star like take a break <laughs> that's one of the reasons it's kind of like not right to see this entirely through the electoral prism elections are happening and they're trying to bring the mileage because especially the last 4 5 years it's been this kind of a slow burning thing across the country this pattern mm. and that i i would suppose is makes strategic sense for them because it's easier to keep the fire burning than turning it on and off as in elections approach and stuff and what this gives you is instead of like using it to mobilize a majority at the time of election this gives you a sort of a permanent majority Hmm. so you don't have to do that you have this always burning this undercurrent and then you just tap into it as and when elections come and other things come and again i have been saying this again and again this for them it's it isn't only about elections this is a larger project which precedes the creation of the indian republic of course yeah all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay Advertise are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.